truth.com. This is Roger with the Truth Radio, and we're sending Bibles to the world. Here's Michael with the Bible League. Roger, what if you had to live without a Bible? You know, that's the way it is for literally millions of Bibleist believers all over the world. But I can tell you the reaction that comes when they finally receive their Bible. It's priceless. She literally knelt down and she cried. At the age of 60, she never had a Bible. It is so much fulfilling just to see people rejoicing when they receive their Bible. That man is Pastor Joseph. He's in South Africa. What's he say when he gave a Bible to that woman? She didn't merely say thank you. She wept for joy. And Roger, that's what your listeners are doing with every gift today. They're putting tears of joy on the faces of Bibleist believers all over the world. And we want to do that for 1,200 Bibleist believers today. $5 cents a Bible, 100 cents 20. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or click the Bible League banner at ilovethetruth.com. Good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It is Doug McCary. It is Wednesday, November 8th. November 8th. Wow, eight days into November already. Time is just flying by. Brad is on his way to watch TCU get demolished by Texas this weekend. And uh, I am joined today in the studio with one of my SWAT brothers and leaders in the Mandarin group, uh, Craig Henderson. Greg, Craig, glad to have you back on SWAT radio with me, brother. Uh, Doug, and thank you'll be you. here this week with David. Too. I'll be here on Friday with David and, and next um, week too. And, and Monday with David. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, I'm uh, I'm going to get my uh, baptism by fire a little yeah, bit here yeah. next couple of days. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I am uh, glad that uh, you were were able to join us, uh, especially well, as we're talking about Israel. And you and I were talking a little bit about it before we got started, and you know, just thinking about what's going on over there. Did you ever think you would see in our country people would be basically cheering a a really a wipeout Israel's uh, chant at Washington D.C. and Chicago and all the major cities, at least major Democratic cities across the country? Did you ever think you would hear that day? No, I re- I really didn't. It's um, I mean, it's just especially when you realize the, 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 the carnage and the, you know, I mean, women and children and stuff that were attacked on that day. And frankly, they attacked knowing full well of what the consequences were going to be. Uh, this is Hamas and, mm-hmm. and didn't care. Yeah. In fact, this was, this was not an act of passion, like response. This was, this was a planned plotted and, uh, and then executed, uh, murderous a plot a murderous plot um that basically had these people coming out of tunnels it had them coming in through uh parasails um and they were killing civilians their their goal was to just come in and wipe out civilians if this had happened in any other place you uh you would have seen swift responses from any other rival government that had this Israel, you know, they executed great restraint, I think, and not going in right away. And 
this was one of the biggest uh, genocidal attacks or hate crimes against the Jewish people uh, in recent history. And uh, when you think about the brutality, listen, they were they were using um, they were using GoPros, video cameras, to stream to people streaming they were getting phones and facetiming relatives and then facetiming those relatives watching them execute, execute. Their, their loved yeah. ones it was unbelievable and so now we have people in dc and all over our country going from the river to the sea palestine will be free Make no mistake, as you watch that, there is nothing peaceful about that. They're not calling for a peaceful coexistence. They're calling for the eradication of Israel. And that ought to create great, uh, quite a stir in us. And I, I'm just wondering if it is, Craig. I don't know that it is. I think people are looking at it, and we've become so used to uh, – Things like this through the, um, you know, post-George Floyd thing where the uh, BLM riots and all that. People just kind of write it off. Oh, it was terrible. It was bad. But you know what? Uh, I got to worry about my 401k. I got to worry about my things that I got to do this week. Uh, and, And we just don't really think about it. And it's awful because the people in Israel right now, it it is a, a... I, even the people here in the states who are Jewish, like they they said a guy got killed out on the west coast uh, in the last yeah. couple of days, beaten up by some pro Palestinian yeah. protesters. Protesters, yeah. And so, can you imagine being Jewish right now in this country, in a major city? You know, I mean, I I, I so as believers, we want to stand with Israel. We stand with Israel. We support Israel. We stand with them. We don't. We don't think they're perfect any more than anybody else is. But we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Israel, and they have a right to go and make sure this does not happen again. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you know, honestly, if I if I think about you know the U.S. and some of the places we've gone, you know, Israel. This is Israel's. This is attack on their soil, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how any of the protesters would have felt if there was an attack on American soil and what the, what the, what the responses should be. Yeah. And, and and what's more alarming to me, Craig, is we've got Congress women calling uh, out this chant from the river to the sea. And what are they saying? You've got an American congressman or Congress people shouting that calling for the genocide the the wiping out of israel i mean that's insane uh i i just uh, yeah it's 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 creating and well, it's, it's inciting just, stuff too yeah that's what it's doing and it's just it's it's an example of how you know um dysfunctional we are in, in a lot of ways as a country and and it you know for, uh, frankly i think it, it for some of our uh, more vaunted uh competitors in the world you know mm-hmm they probably just sit back and think this is great. You know, yeah. we're, we're just sitting there, um, you know, no unification at all on, on important issues like this. Well, and here's what's the crazy part is this person is a part of the current administration's personal, uh, their party. Yeah. They're part yeah. of their, their party calling him out for genocide, you know? And so, uh, 
Yeah, we got uh, a caller, Jim. Um, welcome to SWAT Radio. How you doing? Good. How are you gentlemen doing today? Good. Where are you calling from? Jacksonville. Okay. Well, good. Well, what's on your <laughs> mind today? Well, sir, um, it's not just the big cities. I uh, About two weeks ago, I went down to Town Center and along Town Center Parkway there as you come in. They had a organized event down there where they were waving um, um, the Palestinian flag, and they also had their black and white checkered shabogs on. And here in and Jacksonville? Here in Jacksonville, sir, on oh. Town Center Parkway, right there in front of Floors and Decor. Okay. How, how old are you, Jim, by chance? I, I am 60 years old, sir. All right. So I'm 62. Did you ever yes, think you would see the day that we would have people protesting, calling for the wiping out of Israel and our country. I, I'm I'm just beside myself with this. I, I don't. No, sir. It, it, I spent I, I I spent time in the military. I did serve, hmm. and to me, I definitively recall the Jimmy Carter days with the Begin and Anwar Sadat shaking hands at Camp David. And I remember Yasser Arafat being messed up in that whole ordeal and the Jordanian events there. Uh, the Palestinian Liberation Organization, which has become Hamas and Hezbollah, have never, ever agreed to any um, treaty or mutual um, living arrangement Every time they've been offered an arrangement, they've turned it down. And I'm honestly, sir, it's 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 very bothersome to see this type of behavior uh, within a country that I've served and I love. You know, uh, does it take away my my love for my Lord Jesus Christ? But I thank Him every day that I was born here, and it is disturbing to see that. Well, I, you know, I, I mentioned this uh, a few weeks ago um, that, you know, back that I, w- I was I worked I was in the military. And then I did law enforcement and we we got information. This was back um, uh, post. This was after 9-11 back in uh, uh, back in 2001. We got um, information about. This is in Gaza City. This Islamic schools there run by Hamas. They were teaching 11-year-old Palestinian students who, if they're 11 years old back in 2001, right, now they're in their 30s. And they were teaching them to, says, I will. this is what they were chanting, I will make my body a bomb that will blast the flesh of Zionists, the sons of pigs and monkeys. Ahmed says, I will tear their bodies into little pieces. I will cause them more pain than they will ever know. This is an 11-year-old boy back 20 years ago being trained to say these things. And then we see what happened on October 7th. And as believers, one, we don't want anybody who is innocent, who is not bringing harm, who is not part of that, we don't want to see anybody suffer, but the Palestinian group Hamas, right? They are using human, innocent people as shields, and then blaming Israel for for what's going on. 
And I was I was sharing the other day with my wife about how in Vietnam, a lot of times the Vietnamese would they would booby trap young special needs children and send them into a group of military men because they knew the military men, even if they knew it was coming, would have a very difficult time hurting a child. And and Hamas is like that too. They don't care who they use. They will use hospitals. They will use uh, schools. They will use innocent civilians. And it creates a very complicated deal. But Israel, I believe, has gone far and above in trying to Listen, you were in the military. They, they've, they've warned people. They've dropped leaflets. Get out, get out, get out. Go, get away. We're coming in. And who keeps these people from leaving? It's Hamas. Hamas has been, because that's their, that's their, their, their hostages. They're holding their own people as hostage. So um, we need to pray for the Arabic people who are um, innocent. We need to pray. There are a lot of Christians in Lebanon uh, in uh, Gaza, the, uh, in Israel, who are now at odds because of this thing. And so um, I appreciate you calling in, Jim. Any final thoughts before we – we're going to go to a break here in a minute, but any final thoughts about it? Yes, sir, there is one. Uh, there was an Israeli politician that actually said one time, when the Arabs love their children more than they hate us, we will have peace. So that's pretty well put. Yeah, that's pretty well put, yeah. Jim. I just can't remember who said it. Uh, maybe you guys want to research that. No, that's really good. When the Arabs love their children, or in this case, the, the Palestinians love their children more yeah. than they hate Israel, then there'll be peace. Well, that's yeah, that's basically that's good. Well, I don't know, Jim. Did you hear yesterday at all? Did you listen to yesterday? Uh, no, sir. I, I missed your show yesterday. Uh, okay, sir. so yesterday we were talking. A lot of people are saying that Israel is, is an occupying nation. There are colonizers. <laughs> and and the truth is, the Palestinians, who were descendants of the Arabs, didn't even get the land till 640 A.D. And Joshua went under in there at, at the command of God well before that, over a thousand years ahead of that, and went in there and took over that land. So uh, that's a false narrative, like a lot of other false narratives. But Jim, thank you for calling in. Appreciate you. you listening, and thank you for your service. Uh, ha- you have a happy Veterans Day. All right. You too, sir. Bye. Yeah. Hey, we got Veterans Day coming up, Craig, this weekend. That's right. And you know yeah. what else? November tenth. Two more days. Marine Corps birthday. Woohoo! Hoorah! Anyway, uh, hey, thanks for listening to SWAT Radio. We're going to break here for our, our first station break. We'll be back and we'll be looking at Israel, what God says about the nation of Israel. 12 reminders. We're going to pick it up where we left off yesterday. I got Craig Henderson in here with me and uh, we'll be uh, hopefully sharing some things that'll be encouraging to you. Stay tuned to SWAT Radio. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation.
We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network in Brunswick at 91.3. Come, Love that, Jeremy. Thank you for getting those Christmas songs on there. That's one of my favorites too. It's my my daughter Abby, whose birthday was yesterday. It's her favorite, uh, the little drummer boy. And um, hey, Jim, thanks for calling in. Appreciate the call. That quote was from Golda Meir. Golda Meir, remember her? Uh, she uh, said, "When peace comes, we will perhaps in times be able to forgive the Arabs for killing our sons." But it will be harder for us to forgive them for having forced us to kill their sons. Peace will come when the Arabs love their children more than they hate us. That was the context of that quote. Wow. Great quote. Mm. Really, really. Poignant great. and true. Yeah. Really great, great quote from Goldemeyer. Thank you, Jim, for bringing that up, by the way. That was, uh, I really appreciate that. Appreciate the call. And, um, we're, this week, we're actually looking at why is Israel important? Why should we care about what's going on there as believers? And if you if you just tuned in for the first time, you're just flipping through the radio and you hear these guys talking and you go, what is that? And you hear SWAT. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth at SWAT Radio. Uh, we broadcast here in Jacksonville, Florida on 91.7, in St. Augustine on 91.9, in Folkestone, Georgia, 91.3. We're up on the lighthouse up in the Chesapeake, uh, Virginia area and uh, Portsmouth area. And then we're in Meridian, Mississippi on WMER and WMOX. And we have a lot of people listening through the app and also the SWATradio.com website. In fact, if you're in your car and you're transitioning out, you can go to SWATradio.com, click Listen Live, and catch the rest. Because we're talking about Israel this week, and we're talking about 12 reminders about Israel that God uh, tells us in his word. He, he, you know, he, he shares these truths, and we've been looking at the first one was that Israel gave us the Messiah, Savior of the world. He was Jewish. He came through Israel. Second, Israel is God's answer 
to the confusion of Babel. Babel means gate of God. And, and, and it was after the flood, man said, hey, let's make a name for ourselves. And just like Eden, we can be like God. And God said, nope, he confused the languages. And what happened is man went from being monotheistic to polytheistic. They created their own ethnic groups. There were 70 nations. They formed their own religious groups. They worshiped many gods. And so God calls out Abraham out of this idol worshiping, uh, these idol worshiping nations. And uh, Abraham gives us Isaac, who gives us Jacob, uh, who gives us uh, Levi, who ultimately gives us Moses. Moses wrote Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. We have, we have our Bible. We wouldn't even know how we began if it wasn't for right, Israel. Right. Right. And so we saw Israel as a nation in covenant with Yahweh. Uh, it, it, because of Moses' writing, we were able to see that. We then went to uh, Israel, gave us the father of our faith, Abraham. He is the one who led the way. God called him out of Babylon, you know, confusion there. And um, Abraham is the father of our faith. And uh and we also see that Israel is the standard of divine might throughout the scriptures. We see God displaying his mighty power to protect his people, his nation, and to put his name on display. And we mentioned Daniel, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, Elijah, all these great guys, Esther, Nehemiah, King David. And in the New Testament, you see the same thing with Peter and Paul and the apostles. And then number six, we saw that Israel are people of the book. We talked about how God throughout his word thousands of times says, this is my word to you. This is, you know, how it, the, the divine word of God inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's not given by man. God used man, but it's God's inspired word. He used uh, 40 different authors, 66 books, 64 being Jewish, uh, only two are written by a Gentile. They're the same guy wrote both of them, Luke. And then um, it's it's all one progressive re revelation of who God is and his coming Messiah. And then we saw that Israel had the only divinely ordained religious system in history. When God prescribed the sacrifices, when he prescribed the temple worship, the priest, their duties, he laid it out to foreshadow to be a copy and a pattern of what Jesus was going to fulfill. And we saw that. And so when Jesus came, those things were no longer needed. But at that time, God wanted it. And no other religious right. system in the world had the blessing of divine ordination but except Israel, Israel and what God gave them. And then number eight, God gave us, uh, Israel gave us the Christian church. And you know, Craig, a lot of people don't think about this. But the first church was all Jewish. It was. That's right. In fact, a bunch of the first churches were all Jewish. It took right? a little while for it to move outside there. That's right. And our Bible is Jewish. Our Messiah is, is Jewish. Jewish. Yeah. Yeah. Our, our Savior is Jewish. And our heaven is going to be the new Jerusalem. And so Paul says God revealed the gospel of righteousness to the Jew first and then the Greek and he was saying Christianity is not a rogue offshoot of Judaism. 
it's true Judaism. So David, Abraham, Moses, if those men had lived after the cross on earth, after the resurrection, they would have been Christians. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, because their, their names were written in the book of life. And so uh, that's where we are. We kind of got through the first eight. And today we're going to finish up with 9, 10, 11, and 12 to round out the 12 reminders about Israel. And here's one that's real easy for us to kind of hang our hat on. Satan hates Israel. Israel is the object of satanic hatred throughout history. I mean, think about it. I shared this stat um, that in America, over 51% of the hate crimes are against Jews. That, that means one out of every two is against a Jew. That's just amazing. One out of every four Jewish people will experience a hate crime. Can you imagine that? It, it, that's that, like astonishing yeah, for a... You, you don't see a lot of ads. You do now because of what's going on. But you don't see a lot of people demanding... Do, do we even have a Jewish celebration month? We celebrate everybody else's month, but we don't celebrate no. the people that God gave us our Bible through, our Savior through, our church through. I mean, think about that. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And so the reason is they're the object of satanic hatred. In Revelation 21, I'm sorry, Revelation 12, verse 17, the Bible says, Then the dragon became furious with the woman and went off to make war on the rest of her offspring and on those who keep the commandments of God and hold to the testimony of Jesus. So the dragon wants to destroy the woman who is Israel. Satan hates Jesus. He hates Israel and he hates us because we are the voice of truth. We're the voice of salvation to the world. If we love Jesus, yeah, then we are his ambassadors. And you know, that's why God says, Craig, Blessed are those that bless you. Cursed are those that curse you. It's not because they're just his chosen people. It's because they had a unique responsibility to be the messengers of Messiah. And and so if you hate God, you're going to hate Israel. And if you love God, then you're going to love the root, the the root of the branch that gave us Messiah. And but Satan just hates him, and that's obvious. He's tried to wipe him out so many times. Oh gosh, yes. Even going all the way back to Haman, you know, and and uh, Esther in the Book of Esther. Well, I was thinking, you know, just with Jim's call. I mean, we're less than uh, like a full generation away from the the largest genocide, you know, six million people, um, you know, and it's and here they are being persecuted again. Yeah, I mean, and we, isn't it interesting that you don't hear a lot of people advocating for them? Like, yeah, there's no JLM for Jewish lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But yet, you're right. 51% of hate crimes are against them. Anti-Semitic, anti-Shemite, anti-Shem, anti-name of God. Isn't yeah. that interesting? That's interesting how you bring it. That's those all come from the same root. It's the same stuff. Satan has hated God and his people. But notice what he says in 1217 to he make war on the rest of her offspring 
on those who keep the commandments. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's just frankly, and that's as followers, that's us as well at this point. You know I mean? We're, 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 we're clung. We're in that, in this together. You know, if you love Jesus, it says who hold to the testimony of Jesus. Amen. I I do. Amen. You're right. So because we hold it, we're the object of satanic hatred too. We have the same satanic being after us. Yeah. We got targets on us. That's right. And so we need to understand that. Well, number 10, Israel gave us a Judeo Christian worldview. Now a worldview is the lens through which you interpret the world around you. Uh, we we all have a worldview. Everybody has a worldview. You 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 may not know what it is. You may not you may be confused about what your worldview is, but there's really only two worldviews. There's God's worldview and then there's everything else. Yeah. That's and, right. And so when we come back, we're going to jump into this just a little bit about worldview because this is a really important thing to understand that our worldview came through Israel. You take Israel away, we're like every other pagan nation on the earth, every other pagan worshiping nation on the earth. So um, I I hope you'll stay tuned. We're going to talk about that when we come back. You're listening to SWAT Radio. If you want to listen to this or any past program, you can go to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. If you want to call in, you can call 844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. We'll be right back after the news with more on why Israel is important on SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Five Republican presidential candidates return to the debate stage tonight in Florida. What else correspondent Greg Cluxton reports from Miami. It'll be the smallest debate stage so far following Mike Pence's exit from the campaign trail and Doug Burgum's failure to qualify. Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, who are tied for second place in Iowa, will be joined by Vivek Ramaswamy, Chris Christie, and Tim Scott. Donald Trump, who continues to hold a commanding lead, is skipping the debate and will hold a rally here in South Florida. Tonight's debate can be seen on NBC and heard on the Salem Radio Network. Greg Clugston, Miami. Also at SRNews.com, the House voting to censure Democratic Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan for her rhetoric about the Israel-Hamas war. Tuesday night's action was an extraordinary rebuke of the only Palestinian-American in Congress. The resolution to censure Tlaib was introduced by Republican Representative Rich McCormick of Georgia in response to what he called Tlaib's anti-Semitic rhetoric. Lawmakers who opposed censuring Tlaib cited free speech and warned of the precedent it would set. Democratic Governor Andy Bashir is winning or has won re-election for a second term in Kentucky. That a candidate should show vision and not sow division. Yeah. And a clear statement that anger politics should end right here and right now. Bashir defeating Republican Attorney General Daniel Cameron. David Weiss, the prosecutor overseeing the Hunter Biden investigation, testified for nearly seven hours Tuesday before congressional investigators, Weiss saying he had ultimate authority over the years-long case. 
The Dow is down 91 points. The Nasdaq losing 38 points now. This is SRN News. If you could impact the world for Christ right now, would you? Hi, it's Roger with The Truth Radio, and I know you would. That's why we're joining with the Bible League International to send Bibles to 1,200 waiting Christians in places like Asia, Africa, and the Middle East. The Christians we're supporting right now live remotely where Christian bookstores don't exist. Many live under corrupt governments and among religions like radical Islam that seek to harm them. Others are among a small number of believers in their villages, and they wonder if Christians elsewhere even know or care about their need. These members of our spiritual family may be under-resourced, but they're filled with joy and ready to share Christ with others. $5 sends a Bible, $60 sends 12 Bibles. Become a Bible sender by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-Y-E-S-W-O-R-D, or by giving at ilovethetruth.com. Expect some delays on the West Beltway because of a multi-vehicle crash on 295 northbound at U.S. 17 Roosevelt Boulevard. Also, there's a broken-down vehicle on the West Beltway, 295 northbound at Commonwealth Avenue, and there's another disabled vehicle, 295 northbound near Morse Avenue. Mostly clear tonight, low 57, Thursday sunny, high 82. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm A.J. There's just something about Winter Wonderland in Florida that just, as much as I love that song, <laughs> I just want to go, really? I mean, like, really? Okay, because that's never going to happen. But it has happened here in Jacksonville once. I know I've seen pictures that there has been snow at one point in history here. I, I was in Jacksonville where, when it where happened. You, where I, you? I live, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I know it's happened once, so I can't say, well, it'll never happen, but rarely how about rarely okay well hey if you're um if you're um, just tuning into swat radio we are a men's discipleship radio program that's live every day monday through friday monday through wednesday we do expository type teaching normally this week we are doing topical on this issue of israel and why israel is important but next week we will jump back into um, the uh, the exposit- exposition of uh, Mark chapter 1. We're working through Mark and we're working on the kingdom gospel. I'm glad you're going to be here, Craig, because you were there today to hear what yeah. you know I taught on Mark 1 and what uh, we were going we're gonna to cover next week on the radio. So I'm glad you'll be able to be a part of that. And uh, it, that, it was to me that topic of following is so important. And it's been so divorced 
from uh, belief and repenting in our culture that people almost consider it like not attached. Yeah, not not. I I, I have uh, I've I've repented and I believe. Yes. Therefore, I got my ticket to heaven. Yep, and that's it. And the following is optional for really um, committed people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm not. You yeah. Know, yeah. I, I'm I, I'm good on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's right. And, you know. And so and so I'm I'm good just yeah. doing that. Uh, but anyway, that's next week. So you want to tune in? Then Thursdays we have guests. Tomorrow I'm doing a replay of Todd Wagner. It is a really good in, interview. I hope you'll tune in. And then Friday, Dave and uh, Craig will be back talking about Israel again and practical applications and implications for life. Well, let's go back to this Christian worldview, which is number 10 on our list. And just real quick, I'm going to read down the list one more time. All right, number one, Israel. This is why Israel is important. Twelve reminders. Israel gave us the Messiah, Savior of the world. Two, Israel is God's answer to the confusion of Babel, the Tower of Babel. And Three, Israel is a nation in covenant with Yahweh, the one true living God. Four, Israel gave us the father of our faith, Abraham. Five, Israel is the standard of divine might. Six, Israel are people of the book. Number seven, Israel has the only divinely ordained religious system that was a shadow of what was to come in Christ, the Messiah, when he would come. Number eight, Israel gave us the Christian church. Because of their rejection, we have the benefit, Paul says, of being grafted in. That's right. And number nine, Israel is the object of satanic hatred. And by the way, if you're the object of satanic hatred, it's probably because you have some connection to the almighty God, Yahweh. That's right. Uh, Number 10, that we're discussing now, Israel gave us a Judeo-Christian worldview. And we, the, the way we see nature, uh, the universe, mankind, m- women, sexuality, family structure, ethics, community, um, you know, work ethic, they either come, the way we view all that either comes from God's point of view, which for us, we know is the Bible, or it comes from a human perspective. Now, there's lots of ways to get that human perspective. You may look at it through a Buddhist worldview. You may look at it through a uh, atheistic worldview. You may look at it through a um, you know a Hindu worldview. But they all are lumped into one as it relates to God. And what we're talking about as believers mm-hmm. is. You either see it from God's point of view or man's point of view. Those are just different ways that man presents a different approach, but they're all humanistic. And so because of our Judeo-Christian worldview, we can look at nature and know where we came from. We can look at man and know what our purpose is. We can know why we are the way we are. We can look at right and wrong, ethics, morality, and understand who sets the standard you know, we can know where evil comes from and how to defeat evil. We see the true meaning of the world we live in. And, Craig, that is one of the things missing from so many young people today because they do not operate with a Christian worldview. They don't understand, so they try to assign meaning 
to different things that were never intended to convey that meaning. That's right. And the, and the worldview is something that's always changing. And, 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 you know, like young people that they want to belong, but they're isolated, you know, social media keeps them, you know, tied up on whatever, whatever their device of choice is. Mm-hmm. And then their, their satisfaction, there's no personal gratification in anything other than what the esteem from other people is. And you get, and you get driven into depression and narcissism oh, and gosh, it's yes. a, it's a downward it's a spiral. spiral that right. will, that, and that's why the suicide rate is so high among young yep. people today. That's exactly right. And so, so the worldview is really important, but here's the thing, Craig, this is why, this is why America is so blessed. We were founded on a Judeo Christian worldview. And keep in mind, I'm not saying we were founded by perfect men. We were founded by flawed men, but men who had a Judeo-Christian worldview as they looked at life. And that's why they drafted the greatest government document in the history of the world. Yeah, that's no right. other, No other society has existed like this. Yeah, the American Constitution. It, it is right. unbelievable because God blessed it. Yeah. And unfortunately... The rights that they have given us allow people to go and say some pretty hateful things. But if they did that in another country, they'd be shot. Oh, yeah. They'd be thrown in prison. Yeah. That's right. And tortured for what they did. And so the Ju- Israel gave us this Judeo-Christian worldview. You take Israel away, we don't have that. Yeah, that's right. It, it goes away. And Good so way. that's number 10. Number 11, and this is something that, I didn't really understand till later in life. Israel is judicially darkened. They're judicially darkened in the sense of, I'll say it this way, because this is the way scripture says it, that they would not believe. And then they could not believe. They would not believe for so long that they could not believe they were judicially darkened. And I'll take you to a Bible verse, John chapter 12 Verse 36, Jesus is speaking. He'd been doing miracles. You remember what happened in in John chapter 11? He raised Lazarus from the dead. Right. I mean, you can't do a greater miracle than that. (laughs) I mean, like that's, that's, you raise a guy who's been dead for three or four days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then they still wanted to see a sign after that. Yeah. And so he said, it says he departed and he hid himself from them. And though he had done so many signs before them, still they didn't believe. So the word spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore, they could not believe. And a lot of times we we blow right over that. What do you mean they could not believe? And then he says, he quotes Isaiah. For again, Isaiah said, He's blinded their eyes. He's hardened their heart. Otherwise, they would see with their eyes. They would understand with their heart, and they would turn, and I would heal them. Now, that passage in Isaiah was, Isaiah said it. Jesus said it. Paul quoted it. They all quoted that passage, and it's about the judicial darkening Mm -hmm. of Israel as a nation, not individually, as a nation, yeah, they rejected Messiah. Yeah, I mean it's it's their it's their hearts, right? It's just like anyone. I mean, if we if we sit there and 
just completely deny things consistently, consistently. Then when the proof comes, we're like, well, that just can't be right. Well, yeah. And, and so now as a result of that, Israel, the biggest church in Israel is 300 people. Wow. No kidding. I mean, yeah, that that's it because they've been judicially darkened. But I love what Paul said in second Corinthians three, he says for to this day, this is in Corinthians. He's writing the Corinth people. He says, when they read the old covenant, that same veil remains unlifted because only through Christ is it taken away. Right. Yes. To this day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. The veil is taken away. Only Jesus can take away the veil. So if you reject Jesus, you're going to be judicially dark. Right. You're black. Yeah. You're blinded to yeah the truth so um yeah so that's number 11 so when we come back we're going to hit the last one number 12 on the 12 uh things we need to remember about israel that scripture speaks to and uh, you're listening to doug mccary of his light ministries on swat radio i'm here with craig henderson we're going to be right back after this break with our final it'll be our final break and our final segment on swat radio i hope you'll stay tuned If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. The Florida Georgia Truth Network in Argyle at 91.7. Oh, come, joyful and Makes you want to sing, doesn't it, Craig? Oh, it does. I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't wasn't singing when he cut back into the. <laughs> that I love that. Oh, come how how you know when I think about that, it just there is an upliftingness to it. There's a hope, which is is our twelfth is our twelfth uh, reminder here about Israel is that Israel is the hope of the world. We're going to talk about that in just a second, but I want to go back to this judicial darkening the judicial darkening um 
doesn't have to be there. Jesus can take it away at any time. And I was reminded about the guys on the road to Emmaus, Luke 24. These two guys followed Jesus for a while. And they're, they're walking away dejected. You may be out there dejected. Maybe you, maybe you bought into a version of Jesus that wasn't a biblical Jesus. Maybe you bought into a version of the gospel that was a forgiveness-only gospel, that it was just about it, like a genie in the bottle Jesus. It, it was not the biblical Jesus. And when he did not meet your expectations, you got discouraged and pulled up, pulled your anchor up and, and departed like these two guys on this road. They're leaving Jerusalem thinking, man, we, we followed him. He said he was going to rise on the third day, but he hasn't appeared to us. That was their mentality. Yeah. And so what does Jesus do? He comes alongside of them. And they don't recognize him because he hid himself. He judicially darkened them to who he was at that moment. And they're talking to him just like he's anybody, but it's the God of the universe walking with them. And he, uh, he, he, uh, he sat there, and it says that he began to teach them, right. starting with Moses and the prophets. Starting with Moses and the prophets, by the way, that's in the Old Testament. That, that is, so people that say you don't need the Old Testament, I'm sorry, the Old Testament is the foundation of the new, and that's where Jesus started. He told them, he sat there, and he talked to them about himself and how he was going to fulfill those prophecies, and he explained it. And as he did, they said later, did our hearts not burn when he talked to us, when he opened up the scriptures to us. Only Jesus can remove the veil. And praise God, he can remove it. And we need to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We need to pray that he would remove the veil from that nation because he will. Israel is the hope of the world. You know, uh, Craig, there have been five or six attempts at, at wiping out the Jewish people, um, everybody from Haman to Hitler. Mm. Mm. But the Jewish people persist because of God's covenant and his faithfulness to yeah, them. That's very true. And, and they are the hope of the world. When the church is taken away, there's going to be 144,000 Jewish witnesses who become witnesses of Messiah to the nation of Israel. And you know what? They're going to finally become as a nation what they were called to be all along. It's a, a, a royal priesthood in Exodus 19. Moses, to, God said through Moses, you are a kingdom of priests. And if you look at the world we're living in, I've been asked more in the last few weeks, do you think we're in the end times? Do you think we're in the end times? We're living in very uncertain times. The question is, do we have hope? Well, we should. We should have hope because of Israel. We have his word. God's word because of Israel. And by the way, Israel, they're people of the covenant. They're not going to be destroyed. When you look at the news next time and they show that map over there and they show all the Muslim areas who've tried to create a caliphate over there and basically take over it all, you got to ask yourself, why have they not been able to take that little that piece of one land? One little spot, yeah. They can't. You don't line up against God's people. Look at Egypt. Look at the Canaanites, the Moabites, the Ammonites. All those people thought, we're going to wipe them out. They did. They, they went in there. They tried to harass them. The Philistines, the Syrians, 
the uh, Assyrians, mm-hmm. the Babylonians, the right. Persians, Greece, Rome, Hitler, they all thought they could stack up against God's people and wipe them out. And when you see the news in our country and you see these pro-Palestinian protesters, you see these people, of course you expect Palestinian Americans to be there. You you expect that. What you don't expect, though, is to see these young Americans. These are not Palestinian people. These are American young people who right. are protesting. And the reason they are, they're biblically, biblically ignorant. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Messiah. They don't believe in Jesus. They don't believe in the Bible. And basically... They are swept up in satanic hatred and they're chanting to the river, you know, from the river to the sea, Palestine be free, wipe out Israel is what they're saying. So to despise Israel is to despise Yahweh and his covenant with them. That's why you see people who are pro-LGBTQ, these these people who are living an aberrant lifestyle to God and his word lining up against Israel. You know why? Because they hate God, so they hate Israel. Right. They go, it reminds well, them. I don't hate God. I love God. No, you can't love God and openly defy his word. You can't do that. You, you can make a mistake, but when people are telling you it's a mistake, you're not going to sit there and argue, no, it's not a mistake. No, it's not a mistake. You're saying, no, God says, I love God. I want to do what his word says. To hate Israel is to hate God and his word. And we have unprecedented anti-Semitism now in our country. Unprecedented. Because when you reject God, you're going to reject Israel. Right? And true wisdom just says you don't line up against them. Because they have chariots of fire that are protecting them. And just like when Elisha and his servant were surrounded, they were surrounded by people that wanted to kill Elisha. Why? Because every time that king would want to do something, Elisha would tell him where they were going to be. And he's like, who in my house is a spy? Oh, there's no spy. It's the prophet Elisha. Well, let's go get him. So they amassed all these people. Yeah. And and his servants scared to death because he thinks they're dead for sure. And Elijah said, Lord, open his eyes, show him. Yeah. And he sees the chariots of fire out there. Um, and you know, it's God watching over them. He's not done with Israel yet. He's not. No, he's not. And and so we need to keep that in mind. Like Paul wrote to the Romans, do not be arrogant towards my people. God's word will never fail. That's right. You know, and his promises will be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Well, Israel gave us God's word and his word reveals to us all we need to know. You know, the Bible talks about the end times. The Bible talks about the hope that we can have in Yahweh. And if we know the ending, we shouldn't be afraid, right? You know, Craig, when I was a kid, sometimes I would, if I was going to a scary movie and it was really scary, I would ask my friends who had gone to it and saw it before I did. Uh, I would wait a few days yeah. And I would ask them kind of backhandedly to get the information out of Yeah, them. how bad is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and tell me what it's about. Yeah. And get them to to basically tell me what was going on. And is it really scary? 
Well, one part. Which part? And I'd get that. Well, once you know, it's you, not so bad. You, yeah. you're not afraid anymore. Right. Well, we know. We have God's word. We have all we need to know. We don't need to fear anything. You know, I think it's in times like this, this just incredible uncertainty about what's going on that really needs to drive us deeper into God's word. Because yes. that's the one thing that is always going to remain consistent and yeah. true. Yeah. You know, like you talked about the worldviews. I mean, that's that's going to that's going to fly like the like a, a flag in the breeze. But mm-hmm. it's God's word that'll that'll be consistent for us through all the uncertainty that we're facing now and are going to face in the in the future. Yeah, it is His word. Well, all of eternity parts at the feet of this wounded Jew named Jesus. Yeah. And either you are going to go with him as a sheep to his right, or you are going to go away from him as a goat to his left. And one pastor said it like this. He said, before you, or as you're passing from this life to the next, Jesus will be the first thing you see in an eternity of bliss if you're his. But if you're not, then he'll be the last good thing you see before an eternity of hell. I mean, that's a wounded Jew. That's Jesus. And Israel gave us Jesus. He was a Jew. And so I thank God for Israel. Amen. I thank God for Jerusalem. I thank God for his plan, his covenant. And I pray for the peace of Israel, and I pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the salvation of all Jewish people, that they would have a right relationship with Yahweh through Messiah Jesus. He is the true Messiah, the one and only Messiah. And um, I, I pray I pray for them. And I, I hope you'll join us as, a, as an audience as you're listening out there. Pray. Just stop for a moment and pray for the peace of Jerusalem with us. Just pray right now. Father, I just pray that the chariots of fire would protect your nation of Israel. That, Lord, you have said in your word that we are to pray for their peace, and we we are, and we pray for them. We just lift them up to you, asking, Lord, that you would provide wisdom, discernment. That, Lord, your people over there, the, the people that are followers of Messiah, Jesus, would rise up and be witnesses of the fact that the Messiah has come. And, Lord, you would pull away the veil from people and pull away the veil from the nation of Israel, that it would fulfill its right place in being the the messengers, the priest of the Almighty God. And I just pray for the protection of the soldiers who are fighting. I pray for the innocents, Lord, the, the Palestinians who are innocent, who are caught in the middle and for those hostages over there. And we just ask for your mercy and comfort for them. And I thank you. I thank you, Lord, that that you have given us this reminders this week to pray for Israel and the importance of Israel. So thank you. We love you. And we pray your favor and your shalom on them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, brother. Uh, that's, uh, that's powerful. Well, thank you. Craig, thank you for joining us this week. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Tomorrow is going to be a replay, and uh, it is going to be a good one. It's my good friend Todd 
You will love it. It is a great, great interview. Um, and so you, he, you'll want to tune in. And then Friday is going to be uh, Craig and David. So I uh, hope you guys have a good November 8th. Since I won't be here, happy Vet Day. You guys do that on Friday, okay? You bet. And happy Marine Corps birthday. Y'all take care. Thanks, Jeremy. Have a good one. Bye, Doug.